Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. Join in on a great conversation today with some of the world's great influencers as they showcase great advice and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso. Welcome, I'm your host, Tony D'Urso. I interview elite entrepreneurs and I thank you for joining us. This show is dedicated to helping you turn your vision into reality. And we are the number one show on the Voice America Network. Today, we're going to talk about the desire factor with Christy Whitman. As you know, my interviews with the world's elite entrepreneurs are all about helping you launch your new business or take your business to the next level. Sometimes the penny drops with the right information for you to start something profitable yourself or help you do your job a whole lot better. Please help me get my show to those that need to hear this in the world. Please share and consider giving me a review. The easy way is to go to Apple Podcasts or go to ratethispodcast.com slash Tony. Thanks for your kind review in advance. Today's show is about the desire factor with Christy Whitman. Let's see what we can learn today. At the end of this interview, I'll give you a summary recap of what we went over. So stay tuned for that. And I have some special information at the very, very end of this show, which I'll tell you about in the next commercial break. Christy Whitman is a transformational leader, celebrity coach, and law of attraction expert, as well as the two times New York Times bestselling author of The Art of Having It All and Taming Your Alpha Bitch. She's also the author of the international bestseller, Quantum Success. Here we go. Hi, Christy. Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. So great to have you back on with us again. Thank you for having me back, Tony. Nice to be with you. The honor is mine. And Christy, you know, you've grown so much since our last interview. I've been through your site. You've accomplished so much. I'm not even sure where to start. So (laughs) plus we have some new audience members. So I tell you what, let's go back to the beginning and let's follow your journey to success. Tell us, how did it all start for you? What's your backstory? Well, you know, I found myself graduated from college. I moved to Chicago and I got a really good paying job. I thought I made it. You know, I I was checking the box of all the things that I thought would make me happy that I was told, you know, that would make me happy. I had health and, uh, you know, appreciation for my body. I was living in a brownstone in Chicago with my best friend. I was living in one of the greatest cities and I, I had a really great career and money in the bank and I felt unfulfilled. And it's a really hard feeling when you feel like you've accomplished what you want to accomplish, what you thought would be the things that would make you happy, and that didn't do it. So it was confusing, and I felt even more lost. And for me, that's when I started on my conscious spiritual journey, if you will, and really wanted to look at why, why have I accomplished so many things and I'm still unhappy. And this took me on a journey to move to Northern California where I met a meditation teacher and I happened to, and I did not meditate at all. I didn't know anything about meditation. When I thought about meditation, I thought of that guru sitting on a mountaintop with the long beard and, you know, and the robe that was for, that was who meditated. Right. So when I walked into her house and I saw statues of angels and there were candles and incense and clinky clanky music, I thought, what in the heck am I doing here? And so we sat together on the floor, not in a chair, And she said, the first thing she said to me literally rocked my world. She said, you create your own reality. And 
this is way, this is 25 years ago. This is way before the internet, way before The Secret came out, you know, way before a lot of the other books, a lot of their coaches. And when I heard that for the first time, I knew that to be true. But yet my brain kicked in and said, well, how? And she said, well, your thoughts, you're either repelling things from you or attracting things to you based on the way you think. Now, for me, the way I think, you know, I knew I could change my mind. I don't want to go here. I want to go there. I don't want to wear this. I want to wear that. But ultimately, my thoughts were real, right? I didn't know that I could actually be changing my thoughts in the sense of how I thought of something. And so she gave me an assignment. And she said, and this is the first time if everybody, you know, everybody's had that moment of where they're supposed to be the witness to the thoughts and they just pay attention to the thoughts. We've all had in personal development, we all had that moment of, let me just listen to what I'm saying to myself. And that for me was a huge awakening because all of my thoughts about myself, about others, about the universe, God, whatever you want to call that, it was negative. It was judgmental, critical, not enough. And I went back to, to my meditation teacher and I told her what I discovered. And she says, so can you see how no matter what you would have accomplished, no matter how much money you would have made, how many, if you would have gotten married and had a child, if you would have, you know, weighed a certain amount, what, whatever it is you're wanting to accomplish, if you've got that going on inside of you, how can you be at peace? How can you be happy? If you're so in lack, how can you ever be at peace? And that's where it literally became my quest in my own life to shift my perspective from lack into abundance, to find those thoughts and those beliefs that are so mired in the perspective and the mindset of lack and limitation. And that's what literally led me on my journey to do my own work. And about five years in of doing my own work and gathering information on how to manifest and how to shift a perspective from lack to abundance. I had my first book download through me. And when that book downloaded through me, I went and got it published, started speaking in spiritual bookstores and churches. And people started asking me to coach. Now, back then, 20 years ago, I didn't have a frame of reference for what a coach was. So people would say, well, you coach me. I didn't even know that, you know, life coaching existed. I thought they were joking. And I, I thought they thought like a cheerleading coach or a football coach, right? That was my favorite reference when someone says a coach. It's like, oh, it's like an athletic coach, right? So uh, they would call me on the phone. I said, call me on the phone. And I love the process of meeting with them, of seeing how they thought, what their perspectives were, helping them shift their energy. And then they would call me back going, oh my gosh, you're not going to believe this. I met him or I got the promotion or this happened. And it was the whole entire process from start to finish, I absolutely loved. I was so passionate about it. And I didn't have that passion for being in sales and marketing, which is what my career in corporate America was at that point. So I dedicated myself to pursuing doing coaching and being a speaker and a, and a coach full-time. And about five years later, I went full-time in my business. And here I am 15 years later. I am astounded. You know, this is a show about entrepreneurs. We have solopreneurs, small business owners. And, you know, we want information to help us with our business. And here we're talking about meditation, spirituality, what thinking goes on in our head affects this world. This is like so esoteric, like, what are we doing? But yet, folks, I've seen it in Christy. I've seen this growth in her. And so, and I've received so much great 
comments and and what people loved about that interview back then. It was very it's very profound. You know, go to my site, tonydurso.com and search for her and you'll find her earlier show. You can also find it on Apple Podcasts. It was amazing. And yet this is groundbreaking still. And some people this may be old hat, I don't know. But to us entrepreneurs, this is like this is new stuff, and yet it really does work. It really does change things. I'm astounded by what's happened to you so far. So this was just a natural progression. You you got indoctrinated, so to speak, and then you realized this is what you wanted to do and help others, and you just kind of fell into that. I did, and and I've created a multi million dollar company doing it. We're talking about being an entrepreneur and a solopreneur and all that. That's what I am. And at the same time, I let energy that, I mean, I take action, right? Taking action and having strategies, it's really important, obviously. But I also understand the importance of energy and alignment because you could go do as many strategies until you're blue in the face. But if you feel and you have an energetic block to success, you're going to be working a lot harder than you need to be. And all things, all things need to be in alignment. When you, when you have a strategy that works and your energy is in alignment towards success, it's like putting a turbo booster in your car. It's, it's understanding that we're not just physical beings. We're physical and non-physical. And energy, literally, <laughs> hey, quantum physics has proven it. Modern science, even Einstein talked about it. Everything is energy. All energy carries a vibration. And vibrationally, we get what we align with. And so if we're aligned with success and then take the actions in our business, then we're going to see more success. But if we're just taking action alone and having negative thoughts about, I don't know if this is going to work and we're having a lot of worry and we're having a lot of fear, we're literally putting like the handbrake in our car instead of a turbo booster. because. We have to remember that at the basis of everything, everything is energy, including your business. Your business has its own energy. And how does the business get fed? Well, it gets fed by the person that created the business. It gets fed by the entrepreneur. You create the energy in your business, not only for yourself, but for the people that support you, whether it's your team or your employees, and then ultimately how you show up and serve your clients. You know, we, we all have helped, felt when, you know, we maybe walk into a car dealership and it's like sleazy, slimy, right? And you go into another car dealership and you really feel like they're genuinely there to help you. We, we can tell when someone's just in it for the money or when someone's just in it for their own um, or there's negativity or some selfishness. We can feel that. But when you're really there with positive energy and you're understanding the why besides just the money. Money will always flow when the energy is positive. Christy, I'm going to ask you quite a few more questions about this, and I really want to get into the desire factor, your new book. But the one thing that I'm kind of grasping with some of this, I'm groping, I mean, I've, I understand things on, on, a, on the level that I do. Are you saying when we go to places and we feel that creepy feeling or we feel that great feeling, it's because of the people, how their thoughts are emanating? how they feel about their business and what they're doing. And that factor determines whether you want to do business with them sort of thing. Absolutely. Wow. How Absolutely. About that? That's why every energy is so important because 
We are energy receivers, we're energy containers, and we're energy transmitters. So think of us like a, uh, a signal, signal tower, right? Like an energy tower. We're sending out signals all day, every day. And if, say, you have, I'm just going to use car dealership. You have a car dealership and I have a car dealership. And the, our car dealerships are next to each other, right? And you're giving out this positive energy. It feels good to walk into your showroom. You've got all of your salespeople that love their jobs, they're passionate about it, they want to help you, right? It feels good to be in that environment. Well, maybe you come into mine and the employees are, you know, kvetching at each other, they're, you know, complaining. It's just a negative vibe. Where do you think the client's going to want to go and purchase the car? This is the Tony Tierso show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about The Desire Factor with Christy Whitman. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Hey guys, let me tell you about a free live broadcast social platform that enables people to have real conversations in real time. This app allows podcast creators to build a more intimate relationship with your fan base by engaging them in direct conversations. Listeners can record a question and send it direct to you. Truthfully, I've been toying with a partial idea such as this, but it was complicated to put it all together. And now, Stereo.com slash T-D-U-R-S-O is doing it, and it looks great. I can mark that off my back burner idea. Imagine putting out a message and getting instant audio messages back in return. And you can moderate them and play the message out loud to your audience if it's appropriate to what you're talking about. Very cool stuff here. I love the freedom of just chatting with real people about real issues and real matters. I was amazed at how fast people engaged when I hopped on to test the app. Hey, I'm talking about instant engagement. None of that putting up a post and checking back another day if anyone responded. This is instant gratification for whatever you're saying. I'm starting another show on Stereo.com slash T-D-U-R-S-O called Wag Your Dog Tales. That's T-A-L-E-S. We're going to talk about our dogs. We want to hear cool stories. Tell us how smart your dog is. Tell us about your adventures. For those fans that have been with me for years, you may remember that at the end of my shows, I used to do a highlight about adventures with my dog or my Jeep and going out on the road and stuff like that. So now, thanks to Stereo.com slash T-D-U-R-S-O, I have that chance again to talk about my passions and my loves. This is great. The Tony D'Urso Show is excited to offer our listeners a new way to interact with us. Join us Thursday, February 4 at 3 p.m. Pacific for a live show on the Stereo app. Download the free Stereo app from Stereo.com slash T-D-U-R-S-O and select Wag Your Dog Tales. That's T-A-L-E-S. Do that so you can connect with us whenever we're live. Stay tuned for more details on how to engage with us on Stereo at the end of today's episode. Listen through to the very, very end. And again, that's go to Stereo.com slash T-D-U-R-S-O to get started. And that's every Thursday starting 4 February at 3 p.m. Pacific. The show name is Wag Your Dog Tales. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more at the very end of the show. Stay tuned as I talk more about this exciting show, and I'll tell you more about how Stereo.com slash T-D-U-R-S-O works. 
And just so you have it, that's S-T-E-R-E-O dot com slash T-D-U-R-S-O. Okay, guys, check it out, sign up, and tell me how much you love it. You're listening to The Tony D'Erso Show with special VIP guests. Now, back to Tony and his guest. All right, we're back on The Tony D'Erso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Today's show is The Desire Factor with Christy Whitman. At the end of this interview, I'll give you a summary of what I got out of this, and I'll share some pointers with you. Stay tuned for that. Christy has appeared on the news, The Today Show, The Morning Show, TEDx, The Hallmark Channel, and The Tony D'Urso Show. She's been featured in Goldcast, People Magazine, Seventeen, Women's Day, Hollywood Life, and Teen Vogue, to name a few. All right, and now back to the chat with Christy. One thing that's going through my mind, and I know we've just gotten into this, and I do have quite a few questions, is you refer to a person as a being, uh, an energy being, and yet we all, well, I think a lot of us, especially that grew up religious, we believe we are a spiritual being. And I know this is not, not really exactly anything to do with the show. Perhaps maybe we'll find out more, but but can you comment on that? Why why you call us an energy being? Well, it's really the same thing. Spirit is energy. Energy is spirit. And so we are spiritual beings. You know, we're human beings and we're spiritual beings. We're physical beings and we're non-physical beings. We're both and. We're not one or the other. And so when you understand that everything is energy, I mean, and underneath all forms, is energy, then it's like you understand that if I'm attracting the things, not the success I want, not the money I want, not the clients I want, what energy am I sending out and take responsibility for the energy you're sending out for the beliefs that you're holding or the words that you're saying or the thoughts you're thinking or the emotions that you're emitting, even the actions that you're taking. When you can shift those, the evidence of the form shift it's, it's universal law. It's vibrational law. We're talking about the desire factor with Christy Whitman, and you can find her at ChristyWhitman.com, and I'll spell that C-H-R-I-S-T-Y-W-H-I-T-M-A-N.com, and check out her latest book, The Desire Factor. It's going to be all over there on the website. And here's a little bit of, uh, I guess, a little bit about what's in the book here. I have a little preview of some of the things. Let's use this information and knowledge that we're talking about. Let's build on it, Christy. How do you overcome obstacles that could be standing in the way of the manifestation of our desires? Well, you first have to be aware of it. So like if you're wanting to have more business, you're wanting to have more clients, you're wanting to make more money, whatever the desire is, we have to be able to watch what we're saying to ourselves about it. Because a lot of times what happens is we have a desire for something. Like I said, it could be to grow your business to the next level. And whatever is not of that, we were talking about vibration, whatever is not of that higher vibration that matches with that new level of success, it's going to come up to let us know in a thought, in a perspective, in something that happens to make us aware of what we need to let go in order to become a vibrational match to it. So for example, Um, someone declares that they want to create more success and they have an idea of what that success looks like. And then all of a sudden, somebody else 
maybe it's a competitor or somebody else that they know, does something that you want to do, right? The tendency is then to feel like jealous or competitive or feeling like, you know, somehow you have to fight for your share. That's, that's coming from a perspective of lack. Like they've got it, now I can't have it. Instead, shifting it to, wow, look at that. I've declared I want this level of success. This person is having that level of success. The universe is literally showing me that, hey, it's possible for me too. And then celebrate their success because that evidence of that success means that you can have it too. But how many people go, well, there goes that idea. That person's already doing it. I can't do it too, right? I really like that point of view, Christy, that if anyone is doing it, it just shows it can be done. Yes. I like that. I like that. You know, on this topic of desires, we're going to be talking about this quite a bit, and hopefully it'll open up some, some mental... Not the mental cobwebs. It'll open up some iron doors that, or, that we have shut in our minds. When we talk about desires, and right off the bat, people can, there's a group of people that think you're being selfish, that you know you, you can't talk about yourself. You have to talk about others. We're, we're trained, you know, what we do for our customers, what's, it, what's in it for them. But yet it starts with our desires. So can you help kind of sort that out? Is it selfish? Is it not? Is it helpful? Is it not? Where do we go with this? It's, it's a healthy selfish. We, ha- we have to have a sense of self. We have to allow ourselves to, you know, it's, it's, it's funny because people, I remember hearing fr- when I was a kid, don't be so full of yourself. Well, who am I supposed to be? Am I supposed to be full of Tony? Right? It's like, I can't be full of anybody else. I can only be full of myself. And it doesn't mean be full of yourself in an ego kind of way, but the life force that we have, that's the one that implants ideas and desires in us anyway, that co-creative energetic partner that we have, that life-giving breathing thing that's beating our heart. That's where the desires come from, from a higher place. That's where the ideas turn into desires. And who are we to judge? Oh, that's a wrong or a right desire. If you receive a desire and you feel a desire, it doesn't matter if it's to move to Montana or to take a trip or to make more money. Why is one desire better than the other when it comes from the same source? And when you can look at, hey, if I make more money and you feel full of yourself, you feel full of life, you get excited about that. And making more money means that you can be more generous to the people that you love. You can send your kids to a better school. You can give your children, your family better food to eat. You can contribute to nonprofits and charities and maybe do things that you wouldn't be able to do for your parents or for others. Why is making money bad? Why is that a bad desire, but yet a desire to do maybe help somebody is a good desire? When making more money, you, you can't be an influence if you are struggling yourself. Christy, should we walk around in our mind and while we're working and doing our business with a focus on what we want? Like, you know, I, I need to get two more customers today, or I need to get this product out, or I need to finish this book. Should we, should those sorts of thoughts be in our mind to, to actually manifest in the real world? Yes, we need to focus on what we want. I always say, ask yourself three questions. 
what do I want? That'll focus your, your attention, your energy on what you want instead of what you don't want. Most people are focused on what they don't want. And it's such a default situation. It's like, I want to, I want to be more successful, but I don't want to lose my business or I don't want this client to go away. Or I don't want to, I, I was talking to my husband, we're putting in an offer in a house, right? And he was trying to craft this offer and he goes, well, I don't want to lose this money. And I said, well, why are you focused on what you are going to lose? Why would you go into building a contract focusing on what you don't want? If you're, if you're going to go buy a house, if you're, if you're putting a contract together, all the energy needs to be focused on what you do want. Yes, be aware of the things that can happen, but focus on coming from the motivation and taking the action on what you do want. What do you want is the first thing. Second question you want to ask yourself is, why do I want that? Because on the surface, it might feel like I want to make more money. Well, why? What's the motivation? What's underneath it? What's the energy underneath it? Well, because I want to have more security. I want to give my kids a better education. I want to retire when I'm whatever age. I want to go on adventures. I want to be able to create more money to put into the company so that I you know, can advertise to more people. Whatever is the reason you want, what's the bottom line feeling? So what do you want? Why do you want it? The why do you want it gets you in the real de- depth of why the why behind something, which is huge. And then ask yourself, what's the energy? What's the essence of that? What do you want? Why do you want it? And how do you want to feel? Because we think if I just go get more clients, then I'm going to feel successful. If I go make more money, then I'm going to be happy. And that rat race will continue forever because we're always pushing out our feeling and our connection. And it doesn't work with universal laws, and I'll explain why. But if I, if I say, I'll feel successful when this happens, and we go do all this action, all this stuff, and we get there, have you ever noticed that that thing that you deemed would be the thing? It's like, huh, well, that didn't do it. Maybe I need to make more money, or maybe I need to get more listeners, or maybe I need to get more clients. Right? Because that wasn't the fulfillment I was seeking. We can't put out fulfillment ahead of us. We have to feel it now. So, the success that we're expecting, we have to feel it now and cultivate that now while we're taking the action towards it. I find it to be a matter of contentment. There's always more you can get, there's always more you can get. And I've run into people, and I'm not going to name any names. Get this. You really want this, 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 and wants the car gets the car, not happy, wants the house, gets the house, not happy, wants, wants this great vacation, gets the great vacation, not happy. And there's never this contentment where, and I call it sometimes, I joke about it, maybe the, the Italian mentality, you know, I've got my refrigerators full of food, my gas is in the car, the wife's happy, I go, my life is great, you know, and it just keeps getting better. But there's this contentment, and I'm just thinking about what you're saying, you know, to me, it's also part of the gratitude. You're grateful for what you have. You're content with what you have. I, I'm great. I'm fine. I'm good. And yet more comes, more comes, more comes. This is the Tony D'Urso Show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the check continues about the desire factor with Christy Whitman. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. I have a true story that I want to tell you about my hair. Yes, my hair. As guys, so much of our identity is wrapped up in our hair. 
from how it feels after getting a fresh cut to the way it's perfectly styled before going out. That's why when we get into our 20s and 30s and start noticing the first signs of hair loss, well, it definitely feels like panic time. Because let's face it, no guy is ever ready to go bald. Thankfully, now there's keeps. The simple and easy way to keep your hair. Did you know two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35? The best way to prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have hair left. I think I was around 30 years old when I started giving this attention and started looking for a product that really worked. And it was so hard to find anything. Why was that? I found more products that didn't work and more gibberish than you can imagine. Well, and yes, I started giving this attention when I was around 30, and Keeps wasn't around at that time. I tried multiple products. I found most were hard to get. Some had to be ordered from out of the country. The ones in the U.S. that you could easily get? Well, let me say this. I tried one of the top brands at the time, and it gave me bad headaches. No bueno. It's always been a constant search for something that worked. I finally found a product that gave my hair the nutrition it needed and my hair grew fast and thicker. I enjoyed that for years. And then guess what? For some reason, their product was taken off the market and it's no longer available. Oh my. And so the search continued to find something good that worked for me. And that's where Keeps comes in. Check it out yourself. Look at the before and after pictures. It's amazing. That's why Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of their competitors and more than 100,000 men trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention medication. That's more than 100,000 men. That's amazing. Keeps treatments start at just $10 a month. Plus, for a limited time, you can get your first month free. FYI, I paid more for that other product that was taken off the market. Okay, here you go. Pay attention. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash D-U-R-S-O to receive your first month of treatment free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash D-U-R-S-O. Did you get that, guys? Keeps.com slash D-U-R-S-O. All right, guys. Check it out. Sign up and tell me how much you love it. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash D-U-R-S-O. You're listening to the Tony D'Urso Show with special VIP guests. Now, back to Tony and his guest. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Urso Show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Today's show is The Desire Factor with Christy Whitman. At the end of this interview, I'll give you a summary of what I got out of this and I'll share some pointers with you. Stay tuned for that. Christy says she's been known as the girl who has it all among her peers a multi-million dollar business, two New York Times best-selling books, two great kids, and to top it all off, a husband she can honestly say she's still in love with. And now back to the chat with Christy. This is exactly what we're talking about. Being in the place of happy with what is and excited for what else you want, excited for the desires that you have. When you, when you think about it, Tony, one, one of the laws that I talk about is the law of sufficiency and abundance, and it's exactly what you're talking about. If you're feeling any negative emotion about anything, you're in lack. If you're feeling a positive emotion, you're in abundance. And it's like a spectrum. 
So the place in the middle to tip you out of lack and into abundance is satisfaction, is contentment, is, ha- is looking for the positive aspects, feeling satisfied in your now and excited for more. And, you know, I was going to ask you a question, but I think we've answered it. Because in going through your book, one of the things I wanted to ask you about was some of the best advice that you would ever expect to get. And I'm wondering if we've touched upon that or if not, maybe you could tell us what would be some of the best advice that we could ever get. Everything is energy and you cannot deny every, that everything is energy. Every, literally, when you start to bring in, connect with the feeling that you want to feel, like we're talking about con- just the energy of contentment, starting to feel grateful and satisfied and yet get excited, now you're in the realm of abundance. You're not in lack. You can never attract what you want if you're in lack. And whenever you feel worry or fear or doubt, you're in lack and you just can't attract what you want from that place. So best advice is find at least the positive aspects. Get yourself in a space of at least contentment. You know, many years ago, I saw an electron microscope image of a molecule. And I, I haven't even looked for, for many years later. For all I know, there's different pictures. But back then, it was astounding because it looked like and just a little blur of energy. And I thought about it, I go, where does this map and image of an atom come in the shape in this? And here's this electron microscope, you know, magnified a bazillion times. And it's just this little blur of energy. And, I, and it made me realize that matter is not necessarily solid. It's just that there's so much of it. We think it's solid, but its basis is energy. And I, I don't know that science even understands that itself, but this is my concept of it. That's exactly it. And under all matter is energy. So if energy is divine, if it's spirit, if it's, you know, if it's the life force that's under everything, it certainly is the life force. If we don't have any energy, we're not alive. Right? (laughs) That's that's very, very true. We live, I get it. I get it. And I've moved to another level now in this interview. I love it. But now there's something that, I'm sure is starting to come to people's minds in the audience right now. We have this, we want to create this positive energy. We want to focus on what we want as opposed to what we don't want. We want to focus on being content, grateful, satisfied, but it's not possible in this world because we live with others that don't have that attitude. We live with people that could be crabby and negative and never happy, no matter what, you know, I, I know of people and I used to joke about this, you know, if someone knocked on the door and gave them a, a million dollars the, or they won the lotto, they still wouldn't be happy. So we have these people in our lives and without, you know, and we love our family. We love our friends. We don't want to threaten our relationships. How do we, how do we deal with this limiting desire from the people that we're so connected with? Well, I know what you're saying. I mean, my father is 88. I love him to pieces, but he, uh, when I grew up, he was believing in Murphy's law. Whereas I talk about universal laws and he's, if literally he lives that way, he thinks that the worst possible thing is going to be catastrophic and, you know, thinks in the most pessimistic ways. And so to have a conversation with him is, is, can be challenging, especially when I didn't know how to manage my own self. And so here's the thing. Our desires are personal to ourselves. And so we don't need to get approval 
Like I don't need to have my dad's approval in order to desire the things that I want. My desire and the energy behind my desire and the reasons why and how I want to feel is a very personal relationship between me and my divine source, which is my energy. And I can ask to feel the fulfillment. I can ask to feel the contentment. I can ask to feel success. And that is always being given to me because that's an energetic relationship I have with me and mine. It doesn't matter how my dad's thinking, what he's feeling, or tries to talk me out of it. I'll give you a perfect example since your audience is mainly business, right? I remember 15 years ago, I was a sales training manager for a biotech company. Okay, I had a nice title, had a nice salary, had a corner office, the whole shebang. And I went to my parents and I said, mom and dad, I am quitting my job. I am becoming a coach full time. And they thought I had lost my mind because first of all, they don't understand the process. Why would someone hire a coach? Who would need a coach? They didn't understand that concept, let alone law of attraction coach. I had them sit and watch The Secret. They said, oh, that's really positive. And two seconds later, they were arguing with each other. They don't get the law of attraction. They don't get energy, right? And then, of course, it was an online business. So it wasn't a place you actually drove to that had a storefront. It was, how is that even tangible or real? So my parents thought I was absolutely crazy. They did not understand what I was doing. There's no security. There's no place to go to. Why would anybody hire you? And I had to stick with my own desire, my own passion, my own purpose, my own calling, my own desires, let myself be fueled by my desires and not the negativity, which is not a lot of times that they're trying to harm or hurt me. They're trying to warn me because that's them loving me, right? They want to tell me all the horrible, bad things that could go wrong. What if? Because that's their way of loving me because that's where their consciousness is. And so I had to align with my own vision and let myself be fed internally instead of be influenced externally by negative and negativity. That is quite a mouthful. And the biggest takeaway is it's my desire. It's my world. It's what I determined that I need for me. I don't need anybody else's approval. No. This is the Tony D'Urso show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about the desire factor with Christy Whitman. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. This year, our homes and our offices are now the same space. Maybe you have to deal with overhearing every single one of your partner's conference calls. Or one of my friends was telling me the other day that they've been sitting in their car in the garage for some necessary alone time. We've all been dealing with even more stress than usual. And if any of these scenarios sound like you, it's a good idea to get support from a therapist to figure out how to find peace and quiet within yourself. Talkspace therapists give you the support you need to feel your best. Talkspace has thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, relationships, and more. Your therapist can help you set and achieve your goals. I think you'll be amazed at how much progress you can make each week that you attend therapy. Look at it this way. 
There are times you need someone to talk to. You need someone that you can tell anything to. That's why Talkspace is so good and is so effective. Talkspace is secure and private using the latest end-to-end bank-grade encryption technology to store client information and comply with the latest HIPAA regulations. My therapist gave me practical guidance that really changed my life for the better. I'm so glad that I found Talkspace and got the support that I need, and you can too. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off of your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure to use the code TONY to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's T-O-N-Y and Talkspace.com. Talkspace is T-A-L-K-S-P-A-C-E.com. All right, guys, check it out, sign up, and tell me how much you love it. Talkspace.com with code TONY. You're listening to The Tony D'Erso Show with special VIP guests. Now, back to Tony and his guest. All right, we're back on The Tony D'Erso Show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Today's show is The Desire Factor with Christy Whitman. At the end of this interview, I'll give you a summary of what I got out of this and I'll share some pointers with you. Stay tuned for that. Christy is the CEO and founder of the Quantum Success Learning Academy and Quantum Success Coaching Academy, a 10-month Law of Attraction coaching certification program. She's helped certify over 3,000 life coaches and has helped countless others to unlock their power to manifest. And now back to the chat with Christy. And again, here's the thing. It's like whatever we deem as like, oh, is that okay to desire that? I share a story in the Desire Factor book that my Desire Factor and the kind of like the carrot that I would have dangling out in front of me was high-end fashion purses. I love fashion. And some people are like, oh, that's so shallow. Well, okay, that's your opinion. For me, there's something, it's like a painting. It's an artistic thing, right? So for me, I remember, and I have many different examples of how I dangled a, a purse in front of me to reach a goal. And I remember when I first started dating my husband uh, over 14 years ago, and my mom and my dad and my my husband, boyfriend at the time, went to Venice. We went on a two-week trip to Italy and went all over Italy. We got to Venice, and I thought I had just seen heaven because in Venice was every store with, you know, Versace and Dior and Dolce & Gabbana. And I mean, just I was in heaven. And I remember going into these stores excited by the bags that I was seeing. And, you know, I saw the price tags and I'm like, there's no way. I just started my coaching business. There was no way that that would anyway be responsible for me to drop $3,000 on a handbag when I was just building my coaching business. So in that moment, here's where the desire factor is important. I made a decision. I said, you know what? I'm going to build my business to over a million dollars. And I'm going to come back here and I am going to look through every shop and I am going to decide on that perfect purse that I want for me. That's what I'm going to do for myself. And less than five years later, I came back with my husband and my two boys and my parents paid for their trip, had a multi-million dollar business 
walked into every store knowing that, hey, I could buy whatever bag I wanted, walked into a Dolce & Gabbana and went, ah, that's the perfect bag. That was a good day. It was a good reward. But you know what? Ultimately, it wasn't about the bag. It was about the journey and who I became in that journey with that declaration, with that intention of coming back to Venice. It wasn't Capri or any place else. I went to Venice with knowing that I was going to allow myself to get whatever I wanted. That's what the desire factor does. It stretches you. It's not about the end result. It's who you become in the process. Molto bene. Kudos to you. Hats off. Absolutely amazing. Our favorite thing in Venice is the masks. We just love those ceramic masks. They're so, so amazing. So beautiful. That's just a whole nother conversation. Oh, I just, I remember the greatest day. I went shopping with my husband. I got the bag. We had lunch. I had this amazing plate of pasta in front of me. We had a beautiful glass of wine. We're sitting in the street. You know, it was just this moment of like, oh, this is just pure, just pure joy. The culture, the the art, it was just oh, amazing. And not to be negative, but I surely hope and I wish and I pray for that the world returns back to normal. So we can do that again and again and again. Is that okay to say? Absolutely. You're, you're focusing on, on what you want. You want, the, you want it to be where we can all travel again. And we can go shopping. We can sit outside and you know, have these beautiful lunches. And of course, that's when we need more people focusing on what they want and the visions that they want to see of everybody traveling and enjoying this beautiful globe that we have and having those adventures instead of focusing on the fears and the worries. I love Italy and I love France. I think France is probably my most favorite place. I just, I can't get enough of it. So everyone in the audience, take a moment, take a pause. We want the world to return back and be beyond what it was. We want to be able to walk up and down the streets and sit in the shops and enjoy the great food on the sidewalk and just enjoy life and people. We want this. We're going to do it. Yes. Now, that's a happy thought. So is that something like what all successful, happy people will actually, I shouldn't say all, a lot of successful, happy people, from what I've learned so far, the successful people have this strong desire and they stay focused on it. They, they, want, they want whatever we want, just like we said, we want to be able to walk up and down and, and have our dining and our fine dining and our travels. We want, it, we want it to return. Is that all there's to it or is there anything more? Is that the start of it? Do we have to keep on it? Well, yeah. You know, part of it is understanding that we live in a world of polarity. There are things that are contrasting that we don't enjoy, or maybe people say things to us that are not nice, or we have news that doesn't feel good. These are contrasting situations. And in order to turn these what we don't want situations and turn it into a perspective of what do we want instead, now we're pivoting our energy. Because really, it's all about aligning. It's aligning your consciousness with what you want. It's literally, like I talk in the desire factor, there are seven steps and they're quick steps, but they're like a padlock. They come in exact order, right? If you have a combination lock and you have 16, 24, 12, and you go 12, 16, 24, it's not going to open up the lock. So these steps, first step is alignment. If you're noticing you're focused in lack or noticing something you've attracted has come in and it's something you don't want. It's an opportunity not to stay stuck in the problem or the not, a, not what you don't want, but literally shifting 
and getting into alignment with what you do want. And successful people know that. They go, huh, okay. They immediately go, what's the solution? What are the options? What are the choices? Instead of kvetching, you know, like, again, I keep using that word, but instead of complaining, I don't think I've ever used that word before ever, and I've used it twice in this interview. But instead of- I've never heard it before in my life. I don't know what it means, but I'm just kind of going with the flow here. <laughs> you know, it's like complaining and being a victim and, and talking about what they don't want. And then they got to come and get everybody's opinion on how bad things are. We don't want to stay successful. People don't go there. They don't, they, they go, oh, this happened. Okay. What are the solutions? Right. As mentioning, we're putting an offer on the house and my best friend, who's a real estate agent, my husband, they were talking about yesterday about well, all the things that we don't want to do and all the things that we can't do. And I'm like, okay, we already know that. What do we want to do? What, what do we want to offer? How do we want to structure it? Because for, talking about all the ways that we don't, it's good information. But it is, yeah. It's count once you know. Okay, these are the, what do we want, and that's what successful people know is that it, alignment is key. If you want a certain level of success, you have to align. And what does alignment mean? Well, it's aligning our consciousness again. If everything is energy, and it is, and we are energy receivers, and we are, and we're energy transmitters, how do we transmit the energy out? Well, by the words that we say. <laughs> words have power. The language that we use is so powerful. The thoughts that we think, again, super, it, we create from our, our thoughts. Our thoughts thought over and over again become a belief or a perspective. And then our emotions, which is huge vibrations, either we're stuffing our emotions or we're processing our emotions. And then the actions. This is the only thing in this world we actually have influence on. This is mind-changing stuff. And as I mentioned at the very beginning of this interview, Christy, from the last interview to now, you've accomplished so much. It's just astounding to see all the changes and everything that you've put together. And I believe a lot of this is in your new book, The Desire Factor. But what I'd like to know is, what's the future hold? What other plans may there be for, for Christy and company? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just going to continue to evolve. And, you know, as desires come in to follow what those desires are, because I know there's expansion in those desires. And it's, it's interesting. I talked about this in the book, in, in the desire factor, that I had a desire to be on a game show. And it was a kind of like a name that tune kind of game show. A lot of fun. Jamie Foxx was the, um, it's called Beach Shazam. He was the uh, host. And I really like wanted to be on the show. As a matter of fact, I got um, several interviews to be on the show and you could win a million dollars, right? So I can't tell you how many times I was in that moment winning a million dollars. Every time I practiced, you know, going, you just won, <sighs> you know, the whole excitement of that, right? I'm, I'm raising my vibration. Well, the show ultimately got canceled that I didn't get to go on it. But the energy that I generated doesn't ever just get lost or die. It creates. And so because I was in that excitement of winning and of financial abundance and success and all that, it manifests in so many different avenues and areas. I mean, really big things that I was wanting came through because of the fact that I was practicing winning Beach Shazam when that particular form did not manifest, all the other ones did. So I'm just going to continue to flow my energy. My parents are uh, you know, elderly, they're 84 and 88. They're tired of, of having a house. And so we're 
now doing our next desire to have everybody on property together, not in the same house, but in a separate, um, you know, guest house. And so I'm able to take care of my parents. And so that's with the whole, you know, making an offer on a house and, and, uh, I'll just continue to write because when it comes through to me, I'm, I'm just the channel for that, you know, receiving all my books have been a, a, a channeling situation. And um, I'm just going to continue to go where the council takes me. So I know you wanted to talk about the council. <laughs> I did. And I wanted to comment on what you've just said. And for those of the audience that have listened to my interviews, I believe one of the, the keynote interviews was with Michael Benner, who talked about visualization, talked about how Jack Nicholson won in golf and how no martial artists and so forth, how they win in victories by visualizing the whole thing. And I was just thinking about you were so visualizing and and had it in your space, in your world of making the money and, and winning at the game that that actually manifested and came true because you visualized it. Yes. And sometimes it's not exactly how we visualize it. Sometimes it's even better. That is so fascinating, Christy. I just want to thank you so much for sharing all of this with us. We talked about, once again, we talked about The Desire Factor with Christy Whitman, and you can find her and her book and all sorts of great stuff. And you need to. You need to go to ChristyWhitman.com. Check it out. Thanks again and again and again, Christy, for sharing with us. Absolutely wonderful. Thank you, Tony. Hey, fellow entrepreneurs. Thanks for hanging out with me while I featured an elite entrepreneur who took her vision to reality. I'm sure this was as inspiring for you as it was for me to do this interview. We learned some great points about the desire factor with Christy Whitman. Now, this may be rare to some of you or maybe hard to believe, but imagine this. Imagine graduating from college, getting a really good paying job, and you check the box of all the things that you think will make you happy, or at least told would make you happy, such as good health, living in a great place with your best friend, in a great city, a wonderful career, and money in the bank. You would think that is the utopia that we all seek, right? And guess what? She felt unfulfilled. She felt lost. So what do you do when your checklist is all marked off on the things that you think are supposed to make you happy and you realize you're not happy? For Christy, this is when she started on her conscious spiritual journey, a journey she never expected and a journey that she thought was something totally different than what it really was for her. And this is when she learned this amazing statement, you create your own reality. And also note, this was 25 years ago, before the internet, before The Secret came out, before a lot of books and coaches on this topic materialized. And it's all based on what you think. And thus, Christy went from lack to abundance. And then she started changing people's lives one after the other. Spiritual energy has everything to do with it. When you align that energy to what you need or want, you achieve the success. It's most amazing. Money will always flow when the energy is positive. It's all about the energy. We receive, contain, and transmit energy. We are spiritual beings. We are physical and non-physical beings, and we work with energy to create whatever we want. And now we get into the desire factors. I highly encourage you to listen to this again and to get Christie's book, The Desire Factor. There's so much more I got out of this interview. What did you get? I'd love to know how you use this information to help you in your business or career. Did this interview give you any ideas for your business? Did it stimulate you to take some new action? Please share. 
and grab hold of your vision. Decide you're either going to start something great or take it to the next level. You have to decide first. It always starts with a decision. And you can get my vision map to help you along the process. The ebook is at tonydurso.com slash books. I created my empire in just a few years. That's all it took. I had the vision map as my guide. You can do it too. Let's help you move on your journey to success. And once again, please consider supporting the show with a nice review. Just go to ratethispodcast.com slash Tony. Thanks and remember, just take action. Success awaits those who persevere and remain steadfast despite the odds. Sow good seeds, do good deeds, and join me on the next episode of The Tony D'Urso Show. All right, and now as promised, here's a little more info on stereo. Stereo app users can engage with the platform to listen in, seek out topics, and join conversations about issues and ideas that interest them. There's a wide range of conversation topics on stereo. Comedy, pop culture, lifestyle, sports, etc. Stereo.com slash T-D-U-R-S-O can be downloaded for free by Apple and Android users. The simple way is to go to Stereo.com slash T-D-U-R-S-O and then click through to get the app. On Stereo, users submit audio messages to the hosts of conversations to join the conversation in real time. I love it. Wag Your Dog Tales will be having a live audience interactive episode weekly on Stereo starting Thursday or February at 3 p.m. Pacific. We want to hear your dog stories, dog adventures. Tell us how smart your dog is and anything dog. We love dogs and we want to hear it all. And we also welcome any animal stories. Once again, that's every Thursday starting 4 February at 3 p.m. Pacific after you download the app at Stereo.com slash T-D-U-R-S-O. And then once you're set up, select the show Wag Your Dog Tales, T-A-L-E-S. And get ready for the dog chat. I look forward to having you there and hearing your stories. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of the Tony D'Urso Show with his key influencers. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel.